Welcome to Jewish History with Rabbi David Katz, connecting the human side to Jewish history. For sponsorship opportunities or to support this podcast, please visit our donate page at www.support.rabbidavidkatz.com. Hi, it's a Tuesday evening and I'm going to try to be efficient. See if I can do a podcast on tefillah, uh, which is always sponsored by Mishpacha Stefanski. I hope they'll be they'll uh, be okay with me expanding the theme a little bit or in an unusual way. Um, actually, I have a pack week. I'm going out of town at the weekend, but I don't want to say where yet. So, um, but we have some packing to do. Let me uh, get right to my point. Uh, has to with the parsha. Has to with tefillah. Has to with all these sorts of things. I mentioned last time or two times ago, whenever it was, that I noticed that um, there's no uh, singing in the Mishkan. Because uh, it never says so in the Torah. On the other hand, it's a big deal in the um, Tanakh, in the base of Megdash. Whole chapters are devoted to how King David wrote the music, uh, appointed the choirs, I mean, really wrote out the, uh, the compositions, the whole nine yards. And um, some of you wrote in, which correctly so, they said, hey, Cass, you're forgetting that there is a Rashi in um, in Bamidbar, which says, in Nusso, where it says, I did forget about this, but uh, uh, I'm not done, that uh, when he talks about, you know, the different tasks of the Levium in uh, Parshish Nusso between Shani and Shlishi, so it says, me ben Shloshim Shana Bamala, ben Chamishim Shana, so this is connected with what we're learning now in Teruma Tetzave, the task of the coin, the levy, and all the other business. And what is the levy supposed to do? Avodas avodav, avodas masa belmoid. Avodas masa means you're carrying something heavy. What's avodas avoda? What's the avoda of the avoda? And Rashi says, Hu hashir, b'metzaltayim b'kinoras, she avoda l'avodas acheris. That it's the It's the shear. With instruments, with harps and cymbals. Okay? So in other words, the one way to read it, it's not my way, but one way to read it, is like the classic Mufarshman Rashi. And so, you know, you, so those of you who write to me, you're right. And I'm looking at Sifsei Chachamim, and it says, When the Kohanim were offering the Avoda up, the, the animals up, the Levim were doing a support service, of music. There were Meshorim and Menagdim and Mitzaltaim Mekinoros. So you can definitely read it and say they were singing and they were Menagin, uh, you know, playing with instruments on various instruments and so on and so forth. So it sounds like that there was this kind of business in the Mishkan. It is very strange to me and it has to be strange that there's not a mention of this in the Chumash. Uh, I get it. I mean, you know, I, and basically Rashi's quoting the Gemara Nerkin. I looked it up. This time I usually don't do too much research, but this time I do a little bit of work. It's Rashi's in Erkin in the second parak. Um, but it's all very strange. And I'll tell you what I mean. Enoch in the base of Migdash, the music is a big deal. 
And the Tanakh itself, especially in the book of Divrayim, as I said before, uh, makes a big deal of the fact that the Levium had a choir and songs and the guns of business. In fact, it seems to be that there are two places in the book of Divrayim. Not in the Nevi'im. No, there's not in the Chumash. I'm talking about explicitly. Not in the Chumash. It's just interesting. There's no mention of any choir, of any music, or any business like that. That's why I led me to the conclusion, I still hold from it to a degree, um, that there's no musical component or exactly the same way it was in Beis HaMikdash. And even when you get to the temple, you know, by Shlomo Melch, so in Divri Hayomim, which is in the Ksubim, not in the Vim. So it's not in the Torah, not in the Vim. It's in the Ksubim. In the book of Divri Hayomim, they're full of this stuff. Like I say, David appoints the, the who should be the, the, the Levi singers and which families and what instruments they should play. And as we all know, he wrote the Tehillim, you know, Hayom Yom Rishon B'Shabbos, Yom Shani B'Shabbos, and so on and so forth. So he wrote the, the songs that they would sing and even wrote the musical scores because Elam Natsayach, Alashminis, and you know, Alashminis, Alashminis, you know, all the all those kind of musical notes that, are, that the, the Tehillim are full of. Okay, so it's a lot in the Divrayaman part. And also, I saw that it's in the Chizkiyahu part, which means hundreds of years after the time of King, da- excuse me, king David, there was a wicked king, Achaz, among others, and he closed down the temple and messed it up and made it into a, a Vodazara place. And then he dropped dead suddenly, and Chizkiyahu, his son, took over, and Chizkiyahu was from... And the famous story, of course, we talked many times about it, was that Chizkiyahu went into overdrive to fix the base of Mish, clean out all the junk, be purify the base of Mish, and then they launched the new service. This is like a Hanukkah, you know. Uh, the new service under from auspices with a lot of music business, okay? I'm talking about in Dirayamim where it says uh, in chapter 29, I guess, okay? Uh that they launched the, the from service, not the not the Avodazara service. So the Kohanim did the Shrita by Chaktas Namazbech, Avramazbech, by Yamedis Alvim, based Hashem, but Mitzal Time and Avram Kinoris. And the king, who was a from guy, by Yamedis Alvim, he set up the levies that they should do as they had done previously with the instruments, the Mitzal Time, Kinoris, the harps and the and the cymbals and so forth. According to the instructions of David and God, and who was a prophet and Nasan, Kibiyat Hashem Kibiyat Hashem Interesting phrase. Kibiyat Hashem In other words, they didn't make this up, right? This idea of music, but it was Minashamayim. That God had told David and uh, God and Nasan, these are three prophets. To do it this way, so God told them, "I want you, uh, I want you to uh, introduce music and a choir and that whole business in the base of Migdash. which does imply, does it not, that it wasn't there in the Mishkan? Now you could disagree and say it was there too, but it sounds like that God had told David and God and Nasan. Uh, now we want a musical component. That's what it sounds like to me. And indeed, if you look at Rashi there, or Miochus Rashi, that's in Chavtes uh, Chavhei, if you're interested, it says, what does it mean, Kibiyad Hashem HaMitzvah B'Yanavyov? 
it was a, a command of God through the prophets, not through Moses, right? Through the prophets. You see, Rashi goes on to say, listen very closely. It doesn't say in the Chumash anything about the Karbonus having a Shiro. It's a later introduction into Judaism in the time of King David and so forth. That sure sounds to me like he's agreeing with what I said, which is that in the Mishkan you didn't have the music business, and then later on you did. Now, it is also true that if you depart from what I just said, from reading the Pashiv shop, as Rashi just did in Divrayamim, and you have a more grand Chazalic type approach, uh, which is not going to be comfortable with, with the conclusion we just reached, then you'll look in the Gemara in Erechin and in, in, in Yudalaf, and the Gemara I see has a whole price, a whole discussion. So the the what he called Shmuel Rabbi Shmuel, the Amaraim are raising the question: Where do you see that there should be Shira? Notice this question is based on what I said. You look in the Chumash, you have Truma Tzav and all this kind of stuff. So this was the prayer of long ago. It consisted of cultic practices, in other words, Karbanas and things of that nature. You and I know that this is before, at least if you go like the Rambam, this is before they had a sitter and formal prayer. The Rambam asserts that there was a mitzvah of personal formal prayer. I'm, I'm sorry, personal informal prayer, as I think you know we talked about more than once. But at the public level, it's the base, it's the Michigan stuff. Uh, and so you had a funny world in the time of Moses. I'm going like the Rambam now. Funny world in time of Moses. There is two types of prayer operating at the same time, A and B. One is the mitzvah of So everybody in the camp, in the desert, is supposed to talk to Hashem every day. Thank you for the man. Don't thank you for the man. Whatever you say, thank you for my wife. Don't thank you for my wife. Whatever, whatever the person is saying, as the Ramah says, yesh makatzer, yesh marich, you know. And in addition to that, there was a, a, a form of worship. I'm not sure you call it prayer exactly, but it's a kind of tefillah. It, it performed in the tabernacle in the Mishkan. Uh, neither of which does it say specifically that there should be accompanied by music. So, what I mean is the following. You know and I know, there's different types of people out there. Uh, some people find music absolutely essential to have a good prayer experience and they will go to a Karlbach minion or something like that and I'm, I'm again I'm not speaking funny at all I'm very serious I'm going to go dive in a place where they have good singing or good chazan or good this or good that and the other because without the music part I can't get into it even Elisha and the famous story in the Tanakh that you are familiar with in Book of Kings said get me a menagin a ton of he can menagin a menagin a ton of he said, I'm so upset looking at a Russia. If you get me a, a musician and it'll get me high on music, I'll be able to get Rucha Kodesh. That would be the type of person who says, you know, I have so much trouble in my life or so many distractions in my life. I can't wake up in the morning and just go off to some minion and dive and have any real kavana. Uh, I got to have the music component. Now, Rabosa, you know when I know, Shachras is what it is. You got to wake up early in the morning. I do, you do. 
you got to get to Shul. Don't expect when you get to regular Shachar's minion, you're going to get Karlbach or Lewandowski or something like that, right? It's going to go as it goes. So are we condemning everybody when they daven regularly to have a negative prayer experience? Because you're saying that the music is, is, is an essential part. Now, maybe it is. Maybe the answer is yes. However, there are other people that don't, A, don't need music, and B, it might be a distraction. It's not a right way and a wrong way. Some people build this way, some people that way. Some will say like this, if I got the music, I won't be able to think about what I wanted to say Hashem. I need silence. There's a din, no talking in show for a reason. And the reason is not to have decorum. The reason is I don't want to get distracted when I'm talking to Hashem. It's hard to have a conversation with somebody who's not physically in front of me, but I'm required to, I'm commanded to. And so I'm going to try my best, but what would be most useful is if I'm in a room with a bunch of people and nobody's talking. So each one of us can silently communicate with Hashem. So there's the silent model of prayer, and then there's the music model of prayer. Now again, it says to Gomorrah over here, Minayin Likr Minatura. Where do you get this business in the Chumash? In the Chumash, mind you, that there's something called Shira out there. Meaning that it's in that that the prayers in the Mishkan or whatever were accompanied with song or with music at least. Shanemar this is Shmuel. Now it's a long price of, so I'm just gonna run through it. You can look at it yourself. It's an Erkin Yidal Fomidal, eleven A. That it says about Aaron, um, it, it, um, it says about the Levim, Shevet Levi rather, he'll be Mesharis, he will serve. And Ezu Shira. Now that is a very unclear Raya. means he will serve in the name of the Lord his God. And you might say, it occurs to me, Veshere sounds like the word Shira, but that's just a play on words. No, that's a cute Hasidic vart. But Veshere Veshem El Kav does not mean Shira. Yes, it does. Shmuel says, no, you're wrong. That's how you read it. Okay. So, and the Gemara even says, Amen Nesiyas Kapayim, and maybe it's referring to Duchening. So they give an answer. But I come back to what I said before. There's nothing clear and explicit in the Chumash that there's Iker Shir Menator, that the, the vote in the base of Migdash is accompanied by music. Rav Matona says, here's the Raya. You know that famous passing in the Tocha. Again, that's a riot into a song? I guess Rav Matana, he's like, yes, without Shira, you can't get worked up. But again, it's, you know, let me put it this way. It means you did not worship the Lord with joy. It doesn't mean that you didn't have music. So you see my point I'm coming back to again and again. And I'm going to show you in a second. This is not me talking. It's Taka the Orsameach. <laughs> says this. Uh, now, uh, uh, moving on, moving on, moving on. 
Uh, here it is. Um, Rabbi Yochum Yehocha. Rabbi Yochum says, our Pasuk, Avodah, Avodah, Um, Rabbi Yochum Yehocha. Right? Um, the avodas avodah. What avodah is the servant of another avodah can only be shira. That again is. I mean, it does say it. That's a Rashi in in, in Nosson's quoting. But you're not going to tell me avodas avodah means shira. No, that that's again a very unclear. It's very opaque. It's a stupefying opacity. Rabbi Yitzchak Suzira Suzimra Usnu Tov That's not even the Chumash. Right? It's not even the Chumash. Reb Nachman Amihacha, Heim Yisu Kolim, Yerona Begon Hashem, Tzolom Again, that's not even in the Chumash. Where is that Pasuk? Divrayamim? No, somewhere else. In Yishayahu. Heim Yoshua, right, that they should sing. Heim Yisu Kolim, Yerona Begon Hashem, Tzolom And, um... Okay, but what I'm saying is they're bringing in the fa- he's carrying. He carrying means he's carrying something heavy. He's tiny carrying means means what he called uh uh song. That's in Again, you see my point. Okay? Um, so, you end up with a bunch of these psukim, nothing of which is clear, and um, it all begs a certain point, and I'll tell you where I'm coming with. Uh, and then I'll read something in the Rambam. I'm just trying to organize my mind how to say this. Let's say you, 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 Taina, that um, there was a lady choir and an orchestra in the Mishkan. What did they sing? There was no Dovid Amalek yet. There was no Tehillim. In the base of Mishkan, it was all Dovid Amalek stuff. And we see David Melch is unique that besides everything else, he was a great musician and he knew how to do the Ruchni and stick of music, blah, blah, blah. Fine. So what did they do in time of Moshe and Aaron? And if they had songs, meaning if there was, quote, unquote, a Tehillim before the Tehillim, you know, if let's put it this way. If Moshe, Beno, Aaron, or somebody like that, Betzal, composed a song, that would be Kodesh Kodashim itself. How come we don't know anything about it? What happened to those tunes? Inquiring minds want to know. What happened to those tunes? You see what I'm saying? It's weird. Now, the that, that's just a, a basic problem you're going to have. So don't hit me with avodas avodah halavim What what are they mishorer? That's assuming, by the way, that mishorer means they sing. And Rashi done it doesn't use the word mishorer. It just says shira. He asher b'mitzal time of akinoras. So shir can mean music, doesn't have to mean, in other words, doesn't have to mean songs with words, it could be nagunim. Maybe, and I'm just speculating over here, maybe the way of davening, maybe the way in, in the Mishkan was uh, nagunim. Uh, Hasidic style. Uh, could be. 
Although the question would then be like this. What happened to those tunes? <coughs> Excuse me. What happened to those tunes? Because everything gets replaced by David. As far as I can see, David wrote the, the music, not only the, the, the words. That's why I say, La Matzeach, La Mizmar, La This, La David Mizmar, That. You know, it means he was running the whole music operation. And David had Ruch HaKodesh, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, and so did the other guys. In other words, uh, you know, God, you know, uh, I just read you the Pasuk that God spoke to God about the music as well. And Asaf and whatever. So what happened to the to, to the stuff in, in the Mishkan? It's extremely weird. The Rambam, I don't know exactly why, in uh, the third paragraph of Klay Migdash, he's describing the Levim, what they do. And he says, number one, Avodah Shalem Shi Yishomer Samigdash, that he stands as an honor guard. Some of them do that. And they also were singers. So he says there was a choir, but he's talking about the, the base of Migdash, okay? Because the Rambam and Hilkha's base of is going by the, the Gemara over here. Shanamar, the shares of Hashem, Echad Kichalachavalavim, Ezu Sherashu Bashem Hashem. Uh, so he's taking that first Pusik. Which doesn't say anything at all about singing, but he's learning it the way the Gemara said Shmuel in the beginning at Bryson on Yudalov. And that's his proof text. Okay, but it's a little strange. I was really happy to see that it wasn't just me that was puzzled by this. But it sounds like you're just working backwards, but there are some eich, off an art, as they say. Because there are some eich when he's going in this realm. And he must have been puzzled, I think, by the same thing that I just said, which is, really? I mean, okay, I understand the realm as a policy. That if the Gemara brings a proof text, then, you know, he'll quote it. But what's what's the, where do you see it in the words? And the Arsameh, who I'm quoting now, says as follows. Hini rabu hayalfusis bigamara. There's a lot of it, different Yelfus, and there's a lot of different Mandomers with different Pesukim, as I just read you, that are offered to support this idea that they will share Min HaTorah, meaning from the Chumash, that is to say in time of the Mishkan. Bukosh Mamar B'Yushalmi, and it reminds you of what the Yushalmi says, this is not me talking, this is not Kat, this is the Arsameach. <laughs> and, and what he's about to say is his following, which is remarkable, because he's an Orthodox rabbi. <laughs> uh, when you have a lot of different psukim, I mean nobody's got it clear. He quotes a, 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 a Yerushalmi in Brachas, Kol Milo Sagin. When there's something not clear, you bring a lot of rice from all over the place. So the very fact that they bring psukim from right and left, up and down, means that to the Chazal themselves, I get, I'll say it again. This is not me talking. This is not Samech. The, the Chazal themselves were not clear. Taka. What happened to the Mishkan? And what was the davening like? And what was it, you know, in Beis Hamidus was so much stuff. What, what about the Mishkan? You got to admit, Arsameh says, that really, it sounds like an invention in the Beis Hamidus time. It's, it's from the time of King David and, and, and you know, and, and God. Which means they were long after the Mishkan. And so, really, you should say, 
how do we know that there's Shira in don't say how do we know there's Shira in a Torah? They say, how do you know there should be Shira in the base of me or anything like that? Like where they get the where they get that innovation from? And the answer would be because David was a Novi and God and, and, and God was a Novi. And then you say like this, okay, there are certain things we learn from Nivua. For example, as he said before, the third base of Migdash, I mentioned yesterday, is going to be from Yecheskel. Ken Laman Shirmi David, the God. But the problem with that is, as a Novi, as you know, David couldn't introduce a new idea. If in the Mishkan there wasn't music, how could there be a new idea in the base of Migdash? So the answer is that So you have to come back and say, even though there's no explicit pasuk, but they knew it by tradition. like something like that. They just knew it was supposed to be um, things like that. And he goes on and on, on about this. the or whatever. David, God, like I said, kroy. But the Gemara is looking for psukim in the chumash. The David Sivil The You don't find singing only music. And Chizkia and so on and so forth. Okay? So you can look it up yourself. Okay? You can look it up yourself. The point is, as at least as I understand it, the point is that Akers Chasim and Sever. In other words, it doesn't seem that you had this whole music business in the Mishkan. Um, and to reconcile it with the with the teaching we have with and what Rashi brings down, I'm just speculating maybe what they had was music and not singing, because there was no double there was no telling yet. Uh, you gotta admit it's strange that you don't find any reference explicitly to uh to uh, the music component as Kenzine that in the time of Moshe, people were in a different Madrego, and these are people who heard Harsinai, and these are people who saw the Lucas Rishonas, Lucas Shneas. The Mishkan is built, as we all know, right after the Yom Kippur. They don't need music. <laughs> after you've seen all that, this generation is talking to God, you know. They they, they, they saw it, you know, uh, uh, with their own eyes. Maybe that um, you know the, the the musical component was of a different nature, uh, and maybe it, it reflects the fact. I'm just speculating here. It reflects the fact that it's a different type of davening. As you know, today we have a policy of no music in the regular davening. Uh, certainly on Shabbos, that was the whole reform movement argued uh, back and forth over this. And in general, we don't have. I mean, you could in a week in a vachadika davening. I guess you could have music, I suppose, um, but we don't. Uh, we expect people to be maybe philosophical is the wrong word, but you know, use your brain, your mind to concentrate on the God part. On the other hand, we do have a lot of singing, and so I guess. The Jewish tradition is very wide, and we, you know, I guess try to accommodate both. But life is so, you know, expressed itself. History is so worked out that most Jews, most of the time, are doing their davening not accompanied by music. 
Shachris, Mincha, Mar, and regular day, maybe because you don't have time, whatever. Uh, it sounds more, I don't know what the right word is. It sounds more mature to say, I have to talk to God and, you know, I don't want to be, I don't need to be moved by some musical experience, which is more about getting into ecstasy or something like that, which is a great state of mind to be, I guess, if you're dealing with God, but that's not exactly tefillah. Uh, tefillah, as the Rambam said, you praise, you ask your request, and you, and you praise. Uh, is this a tefillah thing when you have, when you get in the ecstatic part? I'm just not sure. So, uh, I know I've taken a long time over here, but I wanted to share with you uh, the results of my looking into this question about whether there was um, music, choirs, singing, was it songs or nagunim or anything at all in the uh, Mishkan. And what a big innovation seems to have been introduced. Mitzvah uh, beyond the Vyov, when the base of Misha was set up. And the question, I guess, to ask everybody here is, which do you identify with? I don't think there's a right or wrong answer to this. Which do you identify this in your particular approach to feel? The the model of doing it uh, silently without music, or, or or you have to get up into it, you know, with the with with a choir and all the rest of it. Uh, seems to me that these are existential questions. Uh, and as I said before, maybe you want to look up the sources yourself, especially the Orsamech. I think it's very cute. Um, and with that, I'll bid you a good Shabbos. Once again, I want to thank Mishpacha Stefanski uh, for letting me riff on this. And uh, I think these, I think these are actually big issues. Just nobody ever, you know, jumps into it uh, with a great deal of subject. But on the other hand, maybe a Dafiomi guys when they got to Erkan, maybe they went into the Great Arichas. I doubt it, but you know, if I'm wrong, uh, and I'm sure some of you are listening now, will send me your ideas on the subject. Anyway, with that, I wish you a good Shabbos and a good week. For sponsorship opportunities or to support this podcast, please visit our donate page at www.support.rabbidavidkatz.com.